welcome back to another episode of Two Chair Turn Pod. I am your co-host, Allison. What's up, everybody? It's Jesus. And we are super excited to talk about this week's episodes, Top 13 Perform, and the results that followed. Um, overall, pretty solid night, I would say. I would say for uh, lives, I would say for the most part, everyone was pretty solid some better than others but overall pretty good um do you want to kick us off yeah um kicking off performances for the top 13 we have kike from team camilla singing superstitious but or sorry team Gwen, um singing superstitious by stevie wonder um i like how he's been taking like different risks with the songs that he performs i feel like he's been everywhere like with what his with his song choices, and uh-huh. um, the Stevie Wonder, um, he found a way to make it his own, and I think that's one of the things that he does best out of the performers that are left. Like he's one of the the, uh, the better ones that's able to make every song something of his, and I really liked it. Yeah, I wasn't mad about it. I felt like he was really giving it to us. Um, I feel like this performance, he was kind of going into his deeper uh, register of his voice, which I thought was very cool. Um, I thought it was good. Um, and then, <coughs> excuse me, one thing I forgot to mention is that um, the theme for this week was like songs that were like special to them or meaningful to them. Um, I don't remember why he said he picked Stevie Wonder, but he did say that um, his band, band teacher, teacher um, Mr. was Cooper. inspiring hanging with Mr. Cooper. So I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, he did a good job. And next we have Bryce who we were very hard on last week. Um, so we were really looking to see if he was going to bring it uh, this week. And he sang Amarillo by Morning. It was hard to say that without the Spanish pronunciation. Um, by George Strait. Um, I thought it was smart to pick a song that he was comfortable with because he said that, that was a song that he always performs when he's doing a set with his band um and then i think because he was so comfortable with the song like he was able to focus more on the performance aspect of it which i thought was really nice to see um so i think he definitely redeemed himself for me um from the previous week for sure well my first note is he shouldn't be here oh, so i was a bit turned go. off going into the performance but i thought he did okay i mean i think it was better than last week's performance so Sure. After Bryce, um, we move on to Devix sings Are You Mine by Arctic Monkeys. Um, I really enjoyed the performance. He did his thing. I feel like he's improved every performance um, and just gotten better as time has passed through the competition. Um, And with this Arctic Monkey song that he sang, um, you could tell that he's been getting more comfortable with performing and not being like in his head because he's like lacks confidence or whatever. Yeah. I thought this was a really cool song choice. I like the Arctic Monkeys. They're very cool and like eclectic sounding. Um, and so I thought it was a cool song choice. Um, seeing the actual performance, like I wasn't mad about it at all. It was definitely a very different song and performance for the voice. Like I feel like you know it's called the voice and people tend to kind of gravitate towards certain types of songs when they're competing and this is just a very different song that i don't think me personally um 
having watched the show for so many seasons, this is just not the type of song that I'm used to having a contestant sing. And I feel like Devix was like, he was on another level from everybody else. Um, like, and I literally said like that performance wasn't a voice performance. Like he looked like a pro. Um, and that was definitely like, if I was going to a concert for a band and like Devix opened for that band, like that is how good that performance was. Like, he needs to be opening for people because I was so good. He busted out the guitar again. He looked like he was having fun. He was really just like doing Devix and I thought he did an awesome job. And I really liked the song. That's not a particular Arctic Monkey song that I'm super familiar with. So I really like that song. Uh, next we have Rowan, our girl. My A1 day one, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you don't like Rowan? You like Rowan. Rowan Tish is my group. Don't act like that. Um, <laughs> so she's saying Winner Takes All by um, ABBA, which I thought was a really interesting song choice. She said that that was one of the songs, or like she grew up singing ABBA songs, and so she's very comfortable with them, and so they mean a lot to her um, as she grew more, like got older and became more comfortable with singing. Um, I thought she did a great job, actually. I didn't really know what to expect. Um... I was, I can't read my own handwriting, an amazing, or no, a mesmerizing performance, um, a really gorgeous song choice, and she did a really, really gorgeous job of executing the song, and it really sh uh, showcased her range very well. We got to hear kind of like a different side of her voice that we haven't really heard as often, and I thought she did an amazing job, so I just continue to love her. Yeah, I really enjoyed her voice in this performance with the song. Um, it looked like she was having fun. Like, clearly this is her shit because she was, like, in her element enjoying the performance herself while giving us a really good performance. Um, and so, yeah, um, I felt like she did that. I She came on stage and delivered a hell of a performance um, for her uh, coming off of um, or this being the top 13. Um, after Rowan, we have our boy, Mr. Omar Jose... Cardona. Cardona. Um, in the name of love? Yes. Is what he's saying? Um, yeah. Uh, I just put yeah, shaking my head as my notes. <laughs> um, That's literally what you wrote and down. And I put, brought tears to motherfuckers because you were crying and some of the judges were crying. I was definitely crying. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, it, he said um, his backstory to the song choice was when he was like, partying on drugs and like shit like that in a bad time. Did he say on drugs? Yeah. I thought yeah. he just said partying and we assumed he there was drugs. I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was like very meaningful to him because it helped him get out of that dark place or whatever type shit. And um, yeah, yeah. I had nothing. Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the things that I really liked about Omar's performance is that like the song In the Name of Love, it's B.B. Rexa and Martin Garrick. So it's very like it's more of like an upbeat, like you hear this at like out and about and people be dancing. Like that's the vibe of this song. Um, and so his approach to it was really nice. Like I like you could tell he was feeling it. Like I was feeling it. This was a level of Omar that we haven't seen because obviously he's an amazing vocalist and he literally just like blows our eyebrows off every time he performs but this was a little bit different because we got to see a more vulnerable side of him and you could really tell that you know him singing that song kind of took him back to like that place where he was at you know where he was not really in the best place and how this song kind of helped him get over that hump that he was in and so I literally wrote down god damn it what the hell all in my feelings because I was just like 
I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I didn't have any words. That was all, all the words I wrote down. That's all the words that I had because it was just so incredible. <laughs> um, after Omar completely blowing us away, we have Alyssa. She sang Dreaming of You by Selena. So as soon as she said that that's what she was singing, I lost it because I love Selena, first of all. Second of all, that song in particular is one of my favorite songs. And then the reason that she picked the song, she dedicated it to her grandfather who had recently passed away. And I just, like, she ain't even, we're still in the rehearsal part, and I'm bawling because I'm like, oh, my God, I love this song, and she's singing it for her grandfather, and I can't even function right now. Um, so I was like, yeah. But the performance overall was cute and sweet. Um, you know, she's, you know, a 17-year-old girl, so it looked like a 17-year-old girl singing Selena. She didn't particularly blow me away with the performance, but I thought it was a cute and sweet performance. Um, minus me just completely losing it <laughs> before her actual performance. Yeah, um, I wasn't, like, impressed. I was upset that she chose this good song and then the reason behind it getting motherfuckers in their feelings or whatever, but I felt like she kind of lacked some wild moments in her performance. Um, there wasn't really any, like, parts of it that like stood out and were like very captivating and that song allows for those moments and I don't yeah. think she delivered that um, I would I would probably say probably her worst performance of the season damn tough critic babe um, but yeah and then so after a disappointing performance from Alyssa uh, Bodie to save the day comes in and sings I'm gonna be 500 miles by the Proclaimers um, I'm impressed you have the band because I did not not a song that you would potentially hear on a competition like singing show but I like what he did with it he made it his own like Bodie knows how to do he is quite the arrangement artist when it comes to um, breaking down songs and making them something that he can perform and it translate as something of his own um, I put he made the song cooler than what it already was um, I said he had a flawless performance and then I was impressed with his outfit I said Bowie has been the swaggiest of all season oh yeah um, yeah I thought it was really cool so he this was a song that he did they, he say that they did their first dance to the song yeah. like him and his wife or something but they, they played the song at, at his wedding, wedding which I thought was really sweet and he did a really cool kind of like stripped down version of it and slowed it down and like i thought it was really cool to be able to see bodhi have the conversation with the band of what he was thinking like i thought that was really cool we don't really get to see that a lot yeah. with with the other artists and you know so we got a chance to see bodhi like talking to the band and saying hey like this is what i'm thinking piano you gonna do this i'm gonna be over here with my guitar like it was really really cool to kind of see how the performance came to be and his approach to it and i thought it was really beautiful and you could tell that he was feeling it and that it's a song that really really means a lot to him um and then you see him like facetiming his wife and being like i'm about to sing our song or whatever and it was like super cute so Bodie continued to do his thing he always does his thing um and i literally wrote down i'm obsessed and i love the sound of the song um, next we have Kim, who we are always looking forward to hearing what Kim's going to do, um, from Team Legend. So she sang Always On My Mind by Willie Nelson, um, which 
is, I don't know, I don't really think it was that surprising, but, you know, the conversation with that she had with John, like, she was saying, you know, like, yeah, she's a soulful artist, but she's also a country girl, and, you know, where she's from growing up down south, like, she was really big in the country, and so she likes Willie Nelson a lot, and so um, she picked this song because... Um, because of her grandmother just recently passing away, um, and so it was dedicated to her grandmother, which I thought was really sweet. She did a really beautiful job. Like, I didn't really know what to expect with her, what her approach was gonna be, but she really, really did a gorgeous job. She looked like a damn pro up there. She looked gorgeous, like, sounded gorgeous. Um, I was definitely emotional watching, you know, watching her performance. Um, like, I literally just, I don't know. It was a very emotional performance. You know, it was very meaningful for John, too, because, you know, he had lost his grandmother recently around the same time that she did. And so he was just feeling it. The tear literally rolled down John's face. We don't see John get emotional on this show very often. At best, I will see his eyes glisten. I've never seen a tear come out. He had a tear rolling down his face. And I was like, same, John, same. Like, feeling it. So beautiful. Yeah, he was up there crying, crying. But she just had that type of performance. Um, I said she had a very angelic performance. She was killing the country song. Um, like you said, not too much of a wild card, but nonetheless still a wild card because it's not something that you would expect from her based on her other choices mm -hmm. of songs that she's had. But yeah, she definitely, for me, had enough of a performance to continue to a top 10. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention that Blake also gave her really nice feedback on her performance um, and said that she did a really amazing job. Yeah, and of course, Blake's going to have something to say about somebody singing a country song. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> talking about country, moving on to our 16-year-old, Brayden. He's saying, Come Over? Yes. By... Sam Hunt. And I thought it was a great performance. I think he's the better of the country people that are left in the competition. You mean the better of all of Blake's teams? Besides Bodie? I'm just saying there's not. Yeah. Or no, because... Well, there's only the two girl, country people. Isn't the one, the blonde-haired girl country, too? Rowan? Yeah. Not technically. She's not, more pop. Well, not the young girl. Not on his team. The other blonde-haired girl. The one that had, like, the jumpsuit or whatever. Oh, Morgan? Yeah. Mm, I guess. Yeah. She's not super country, but, I mean, I can see why you would kind of put her in that category. The, well, that, I was putting her with two guys as the country people. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I think he I think he had a really good performance um, this past week. Yeah. Um, it was very cute. He's very cute. It was a very smooth performance. Um, I felt like there was a bit more um, maturity in his voice with this song compared to some of his other performances. I don't know if it's maybe like the familiarity with the song or something, but it, he just had a little bit more something uh, this time around, which I, it was nice. Like, I liked it. I mean, he's very consistent. He hasn't disappointed since, you know, he got on the show. So, you know, just a classic Brayden, adorable ass performance, um, and I thought it was really good. Uh, next we have Eric Hu. So this one was pretty, <coughs> excuse me, like a very, it was a very standout performance for me for a lot of reasons. Um, so he's saying, Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. Um, and, you know, his approach to the song was that he really wanted to kind of go in a different direction, strip everything down, do something that's you know gonna make people see him and like who he is and not just the guy that 
is incredible dancing and performing and singing, but really just showing a different side of him. Um, and I really, really thought that that was just like wonderful that he wanted to do that. As far as the performance, I thought it was really gorgeous, if I'm being honest. The song, the way that, you know, Eric looked, like his outfit, like the performance, you know, everything was just really, really beautiful and touching. And I miss the pink, though. Um, but overall, like, I really enjoyed his performance a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> um, my first note was just the word beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's the type of performance I felt like he had. Another great performance, warm and fuzzies type vibe with the way he stripped on the song and his delivery with it. Um, he, like, told Camilla about trying to go back to natural black for his hair or whatever mm-hmm. and, like, trying to keep it more, like, um, what did he say? Like, um, like, strip it down and, like, present himself or whatever mm-hmm. and his, like, truthful self, I guess, or something like that he said. Um, but yeah, um, he definitely delivered a hell of a performance. I thought um, he had a few runs throughout the performance that he like executed very well, um, showcasing his ability with his voice. Um, and so I thought uh, Eric Hu, once again, had a great performance. After Eric Hu, we have Morgan singing If I Were a Boy, but the Reba uh, cover to this Beyonce song. And I had my first two notes, my only two notes for her was that she stepped up and had the performance she needed to continue. Um, I felt like this was probably her strongest performance of the season so far. Um, For Morgan, I was really impressed and I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Morgan. So Morgan, talking about my fantasy team for a second. My fantasy team, it's not completely the shit. I think I did pretty good this season. But Morgan is the only person that I have on my little virtual team on the voice app that has been on my team since day one. Like, literally, the day she got her blind audition and she was on, I was like, Morgan. Like, she's the only one that I have that that fits that. And she did an incredible job. Like, she, this performance of hers, like, she, if she was back to, she was back to Morgan. Like, I feel like she went back to the reason why she's on this show. Like, I got the same feeling that I did when she did her blind audition. Just, like, really, really gorgeous performance. Like, she sang her heart out. She really kind of made me feel like she was telling a story with the way that she was singing. And that's... I feel like when she does that, that is where she shines. Um, Her outfit was incredible. She had on this, like, tuxedo jacket dress situation with these fire ass over the knee boots and I was like Morgan didn't come to play with y'all host today and she definitely did it like she did Morgan and like this is the Morgan that I know and love like so so good I was so happy um, about this performance um following Morgan very tough act to follow but we have Parajita okay actually you know what before I get to that I will say like the last three people that performed were like chef's kiss. So starting with Morgan, she was chef's kiss. And then we have another chef's kiss, which is Parajita. So she sang All I Ask by Adele. When I heard she was doing Adele, I was like, she's about to kill this shit. Like, I know this is about to be good. Um, This is definitely like a very heartfelt, like emotional song. It's Adele. So it's like, we drink wine and we cry when we listen to her. Um, I definitely cried. I cried. There were tears in my eyes and down my face. It was so good. Parajita looked so good with her outfit on, like, black sparkles, high pony. I was like, yes, you're giving me all the things. 
um, literally put my heart in a blender. Um, like it was so so good, and like she is so good at conveying emotion through her performance. Like, whew, I can't. It was it was incredible. I I have no other words. Yeah. So <clears throat> Parasita came in with the all black with the phony pony, um, and she delivered a hell of a performance. Had John, had John in church with all the vibes. Um, and then I just, my only note on her actual performance was that it was a beauty of a performance. She like flawlessly covered Adele and still made it a Parisian performance. Um, so that was um, a very good performance from Parisian. Yeah. Our last chef's kiss of the night Man. is Justin. Justin saying, break every train or break every chain. By Tasha Combs Bobby, I think this sure. is. I only got um, the Tasha and the Cobb, so I wasn't uh, yeah, gonna help you. Yeah, so <laughs> um, some church song, of course. Um, and yeah, he sang the hell out that church song. Is all I have. Really, that's exactly what you wrote. <laughs> yeah, I okay. So I was like, once we get to this point in the competition, I feel like they're very strategic about who they have close out the show. And when I saw that it was Justin that was going to close out the show, I already knew he was going to give it to us. I We haven't even heard the song that he was going to sing yet. And I was like, oh, oh, he about to give it to us. And he definitely did. Like, let the church say amen is literally what I wrote down. Like, Justin grabbed us by the hand and took us to the pews of church with that performance. It was so good. Like, you could tell he was feeling it. He was getting into his deacon pastor vibes. Like, you know, he went back to church himself when he was like, John was in church. Everyone was in church. Like, it was incredible. Um, probably, I feel like I've been saying this the past three weeks about Justin, but like, this might have been better than Luther the previous week for me. Like, I think this is probably my favorite. It was so good. I was like, I'm, what did I say? I was like, I didn't catch the Holy Ghost, but he definitely walked by, like, down the hallway past our door. Like, that's how I felt. It was so, so good. Um, But, yeah, Justin did an incredible job of closing out the show. And then we get into, dun-dun-dun, the results and eliminations. Very sad. I hate it. I literally, it's the worst part of the week for me because I I know that we have to say bye to some awesome people. Um, first, kicking off uh, the results show, we have Team Blake performing together for the first time, which I thought was super cool. Um, I thought this didn't happen until later on in the season, um, but it's cool. I liked it. You know, Blake, it's nice to see him doing his thing. I feel like he's always up to his hijinks as a coach, so sometimes I forget that, you know, he is an artist and sings from time to time, and um, he did a good job. It was nice to see um, his team uh, collaborating, and for me... I wrote down that um, uh, Brayden stood out for me in the performance. I thought he was very clean and smooth and comfortable. And, like, you can kind of tell that he was kind of unfazed about being up there with Blake. Um, And I thought that was cool. I didn't have anything on the performance. I just thought it was okay. Yeah, that's how you feel. (coughs) All right, and then Carson comes with his envelope. um, And he tells us the first three people that are moving on to the top 10. Who do we have moving on, baby? Uh, the first three going into the top 10, we have Justin, Bryce Leatherwood, and Omar. How do you feel about those first three? Well, Bryce still shouldn't be here, so I'm, I'm upset to see him 
be sticking around for another week because um, it could have been Kevin or anybody else that was in that bottom four when Bryce got voted in by America. Um, but Justin and Omar, no surprise. Um, two of the probably toughest competitions in the, in the show. And so i um, glad that America didn't get those wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, the next three that we have, um, Bodie, Morgan, and Rowan. I was a little surprised with the Rowan pick. What? I thought she'd agree. Um, I don't know. Because of the other options as to who was still left to get chose from at that point. Because um, then after those three, there's only four slots left. Mm-hmm. And the seven people that were left for those bottom four spots, I think some of them were better than Morgan. Or Rowan, sorry. Yeah. Um, you? I was happy to see. I mean, obviously, I was, like, holding my breath. I was like, America, don't play with me with Bodie because we both love him. And I was like, I'm about to knock everything over if he's not immediately moving on to the top ten. So I'm glad to see that he went through. Morgan did a hell of a job with her performance. Um, so I was like, she deserves that spot. She earned that fucking spot. Um, and then I also thought Rowan did a great job, honestly. Um, I think she, you know, it was probably one of the best performances that she's had. Um, so I, I don't know. I didn't feel any type of way about seeing her move forward. And I'm excited to see um, what she does next. Um, after that, we see Team Camila perform together. Um, their performance was super cute. They sang um, So Happy Together. Um, and I don't know. It was just like good vibes, like honestly. Like, yeah, very yeah. chill. Yeah. Like just enjoyable or whatever. The stage stuff was cool. Yeah. Camilla came out with some weird ass outfit, but it wasn't I that liked bad. It. It was like a ruffly, I don't know if it was pants or a skirt, but I, whatever the hell it was, I was fucking with it. I was like, I would wear that. Don't know where to, but I would definitely put it on and enjoy having it on. <laughs> um, after uh, Camila's team performs, uh, Carson comes back out with another envelope. And the next three people moving on to the top ten are Kim, thank God, um, Brayden, which basically rounds out, does this round out? Yep. Yeah, rounds out uh, Blake's team at this point. Um, so all of Team Blake are through to the top 10. And then, uh, thankfully, Parajita from Team Legend is also safe and moving on to the top 10. So <coughs> Blake and John have, have all their teams, team. or everyone on their team, moving forward to the top 10. So that's awesome. I was sweating. I was really going to throw my notebook if Parajita had to, like, sing for the instant save. Um, so I'm glad that we didn't have to go through that. Um, who did we see for the instant save, baby? Um, our four artists for the instant save were Mr. Eric Hu. Um, I just thought it was okay. Not enough for him to... Um, get voted in by America, but I wouldn't expect America to vote for him anyways if he did have a really good performance. Why is it? Because it's America. That's um, true. Say less. But yeah. And he sang The Climb by Miley Cyrus. I thought it was I thought it was a good song. Um, I think it might have been more in his favor if he would have went back to the old Eric and kind of just like snatched our wigs off and gave us like the kind of performance that we love to see him doing. But I think he just wanted to stay in that lane of being more vulnerable with his song choices. And I really liked it. I thought it was a nice performance um, in that he felt it. Um, I wrote down it was cute. 
Um, Alyssa, she sang Ocean Eyes. Um, it was a little pitchy in parts, but otherwise it was a sweet. It was sweet. I liked it more than Monday's performance. I agree. Um, but yeah, like it wasn't super like crazy good or nothing like that. Um, after Alyssa, we have Devix singing When You Were Young. Mm, mm, mm. And I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought he might have done enough to get America's votes to continue. Yeah, I wrote down he came with the shit. I, as soon as I heard the song, I was like, yes, he's going to do his thing with this song. Um, and he definitely did. You could tell he was having fun, um, which was cool. He was like getting into the vibes and you know engaging with the crowd. So it was cool to see him do that because that wasn't something that he normally does. Um, so it was cool to see that. Um, and then last but not least, rounding out the performances for the instant save was Kike, who continues to surprise us with his song choices, I will say. He graced our ears with Earn It by The Weeknd. I love that song, so I was like, let's see what Mr. Mans is talking about with this Weeknd song. And I didn't know what to expect, I'm not going to lie, because it's The Weeknd, The Weeknd, you know... There's a lot of opportunities to do some interesting things with the song. And so I didn't know where he was going to go with it. And I wasn't mad. Like, I literally wrote down, well, shit, I wasn't expecting that. Like, it's literally what I wrote down. It was that good. I was ready to throw my book within, like, the first 15 seconds anyway. Like, it was that good. Yeah. I mean, um, my note is he's given it to us. And the name on the song is what he basically did was earned his spot in the top 10, oh, I felt like. He thought that was a good one. <laughs> um, wait, uh, but yeah, he had a hell of a performance. He was doing some shit with his voice that we hadn't seen or heard from him yet. And um, color me um, impressed by Kike once again. Yeah, yeah. And I would say, like, after seeing everyone's performance, I really, I was really sad because I was like, it's going to be sad to see any of them go. And I really loved Kike and Devix's instant save performances. I thought they were the best two out of the four. And so I was already sad because I was like, we're either losing Kike or we're losing Devix. Like, we can't have both. I'm really sad about it. Um, <coughs> and America voted and... They did not play in our face this time. Because <laughs> um, I definitely put that in my notes. I'm like, is America going to play in our face again? Um, and they saved uh, Kike. They did. So no surprise. I felt he had the best performance of the four um, to fight for their chance to go on to the top ten, and he deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're officially at the top ten, folks. Um, we have Justin, Bryce, Leatherwood, <coughs> excuse me, Omar, Bodie, Morgan, Rowan, Kim, Brayden, Perigita, and Kike. How do you feel about that top ten? I'm not bad. Yeah. Besides Bryce. Um, still being are you really? There. Are you gonna be on this train until, until Bryce he leaves? <laughs> yes, yes, I will. Oh my god, honey. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a pretty solid. The performances are gonna keep being amazing. Um, and this is where it gets hard because we're at the point where like literally pretty much everyone is like good. So it's gonna be sad when people have to go. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see um, what people bring to the table for next week and um, see who moves on. Where are they going to next week? Uh, 10 to 7? 10 so. to 6? I um, Yeah, I don't either. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. We're just, people just drop it like flies. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Where can everybody find us, honey? Everybody can listen to us on all your podcast needs at Two Chair Term Pod. 
But on social media, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Two Chair Turn Pod. That's all together. Twitter, once again, Two Chair Turn Pod. For Instagram, we are at Two Chair Turn Pod with an underscore in between each word. Once again, Two Chair Turn Pod with an underscore in between each word. My name is Jesus. My name is Allison, and we will see you guys next week to talk about the top 10. Thanks, guys.